KTIHD Milwaukee, a good karma brand's radio station. A new coach, a new era, a new hope. We got one objective and one goal, and it's to play for a championship. The hiring of Luke Fickle starts a new era of Badgers football. Luke, in his experience and his uh, belief system and his approach and his process, was the way that I felt best positioned our program for long-term success. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Here's Ben Brust. Good vibes continue to roll here on ESPN Wisconsin, this special edition of ESPN Wisconsin's College Game Day. Thanks to Mark Tauscher in the first hour, he joined us for a couple segments. Brad Nortman was really, really insightful. Um, Our poll question on Twitter, at ESPN Milwaukee, if you were Jim Leonard, would you stay if offered the defensive coordinator job? Is around 50-50. And I'm Ben Brust. I'm here with Kyle Wallace. We're we're here for the rest of this hour. Uh, scheduled to appear, Tarek Sala, as well as Gary Ellerson, both former Badgers. And I, I, just that poll question of if you would be able to do that job. If you were able to be the interim head coach, and then, yeah, hey, you know what? Luke Fickle, he's the head coach. I'm going to stay as defensive coordinator. Now, what the Badgers do have going for them in that scenario is Luke Fickle was in the exact same, not the exact same, but a very, very similar situation. Under Jim Tressel, he gets let go. Guess who becomes the interim head coach? Luke Fickle. Guess what his record was? Six and six. A lot of similarities here so far. Urban Meyer comes to town, wins championships with Ohio State, who is on the staff and is able to stay on at Ohio State under Urban Meyer? Luke Fickle. And for those who heard me say the two uh, words Urban Meyer, it raises eyebrows sometimes. Everything that I continue to see here from Mark Tauscher, from uh, Ohio State alumni who had an opportunity to be coached by Luke Fickle, rave. And I mean rave about the character, about the coach about the man that Luke Fickle is, because he's a Jim, Tr- Jim Tressel disciple. I just want to make that very, very, very clear for Badger fans, because I don't think, I, I trust Chris McIntosh and his decision-making, and and look, it, it feels great. It feels great to be a Badger, right? Like, there, there is a jolt. There is There was a reboot that was needed. We were getting owned in the line of scrimmage against Minnesota two years in a row. That, my friends, is unacceptable. Not Not losing. Getting owned on the line of scrimmage. And that's what it felt like against West uh, Washington State early in the season. That's what it felt like, obviously, against Illinois. I mean, on both sides of the football, defensively and offensively. They outgained us in the run game. They have a great running back. Defensively, they were... They, they, defensively, Illinois was what Wisconsin had been the last previous two prior years as Jim Leonard and his defensive coordinator. So, I'm I'm fired up about Luke Fickle becoming the head coach of the University of Wisconsin. Because for all the people that love Wisconsin for what Wisconsin is, he's not going to veer you away and make you feel like you're watching a football team that is night and day different. It's going to be hard-nosed football. He's going to develop players. He's already brought his strength coach to the program. And is a for sure that's coming with a guy that's been instrumental in helping him get nine Cincinnati Bearcats of the NFL last year. Nine Cincinnati Bearcats drafted. 
And I'm talking about same level of recruiting, maybe a little bit better than Wisconsin Badgers, but close to at a non-Power 5 school. You pay somebody $50 million to come play at the University of Wisconsin, you bet your butt that Luke Fickle and Paul Christ had some serious conversations about what resources are going to be available because Luke Fickle has had many opportunities to leave Cincinnati to go to programs where it wouldn't even be a thought or a question. But I love this, Kyle. When he talked about why he picked Wisconsin over Cincinnati, like this gives me excitement. We're good. We got it's all good. I know it's a weekday. I know you're a weekend weekend guy on Sunday Karma. This Luke Fickle talking about why he picked Wisconsin over Cincinnati. And I've always been a fan from afar. And whether it was playing against them since my time of college or, or coaching against them, you know, there's just there's some similarities that in, in, from afar you just know that, wow, that's the times you don't like them because they're too similar to what you are and maybe better at what you want to be than, than you are. And, but when those opportunities come up that you've kind of put on, your, on the side to say, okay, if this thing ever happened and this ever came up, this is something that we really need to visit about as a family. That excites me. That excites me. That's a man who understands what the university is about, what the culture is about, what the values are about, what the football program is about, and how the football is being played. That's a guy who has respect for what Barry Alvarez built, right? That's a guy who played against Chris McIntosh in 1997, Ohio State versus Wisconsin. Chris McIntosh left tackle, nose guard Luke Fickle. They met. They met at the line of scrimmage. And having that relationship that those two have is going to pay dividends. And I'm not saying that they were best friends from the moment that they faced each other at Ohio State, Wisconsin. But to hear Luke Fickle talk about Wisconsin in such a positive way and the timing aspect of Chris McIntosh being the athletic director, because Kyle, I don't know about you, but if Barry Alvarez was the athletic director, I think Jim Leonard's the head coach. Yeah, I mean, I think that might be something that he would have did. I don't know what happened back when uh, we hired Gary Anderson, what he was swinging for and what he was looking for. What I was read was he didn't have a lot of interest. But, yeah, it may be Jim Leonard if it was Barry Alvarez. But if it was Barry Alvarez, does Paul Chris even get fired to start with? That's a really, really good question. And, like, that's where, like, again, it, I'm not here to talk bad about Paul Christ or Jim Leonard, but because of the way things played out because of how the program looked really since 2020, since the Graham Mertz, Illinois game where he had like one incompletion and five touchdowns. It's all been downhill since the three week COVID pause. I don't know what happened in those three weeks. <laughs> I want to get inside the locker room and know what happened because again, it was a tough time for the entire world. So it, it, it's, it's, it's hard for me to be like, how, how could 18, 22 year old kids not come out of you know the COVID pause and then perform poorly. But like honestly, after that Illinois game, COVID pause happens. It was like it was like Graham Mertz, the future is here. And then from that moment, if you look at his numbers from that game, beyond that, it's below average. Atrocious, not below average. Atrocious. Yeah. Call it. Listen, you call him number five. I'll say Graham. You can say exactly what it is. We're just talking about stats, not the person. Stats, and statistically, he's been atrocious. It's been bad. And there's been a lot of times where, you know, this year it seemed as if, like, 
That's great. Sure, he made a couple throws this year that he maybe didn't in the past. But those were throws he should have been making two years ago as the best quarterback recruit to ever come in Wisconsin. Right? Like, the amount of times I've seen Graham Mertz miss a throw up the seam to the tight end, I'm like, I'm like, come on. Like, that that's bread and butter. That's Wisconsin. That's that's where you hit the tight end and, and Jake Ferguson's doing the rest or or you name it. I mean, it's been lather, rinse, repeat at that position. Utilizing play action. We have no presence over the middle. And now I'm ranting because I, I don't need to. I'm excited that, like, we can move forward. And I'm not saying without Graham Mertz. It's likely going to be without him. But with a head coach that when I hear speak at his press conference gives me confidence that he's going to steer the ship in the right direction. He said all the things that you need to say. Like Mark Tauscher said next, it's about execution. Can he go execute his plan? I mean, if I was a betting man, I'd say yes. Because he took Cincinnati, a non-Power 5 school, with less resources to the football program than Wisconsin, with less money to the athletic department than Wisconsin, to the college football playoff. And maybe I get a little ahead of my skis yesterday. I was like, hey, for $50 million, he better get us to a college football playoff or this ain't worth it. Maybe I didn't get out of my skis. See, what excites me about that is not the fact, and Tosh talked about it, and you just said it, it's not the fact that he got $50 million. It's the fact that Wisconsin invested $50 million in their head coach. Paul $50 million? No, no, for real. Who do you think you kidnapped, Chelsea Clinton? Well, all right, I love that. That's Chris Tucker, right? Yes, Chris Tucker, too. But but here's here's the thing, though. Paul Chris was in still, I would say, until he got fired, is still considered one of the top coaches, I would say, based off his record, based off what he accomplished, and he wasn't being paid in that top 10. There were a lot lesser coaches being paid a lot more. The fact that Wisconsin and decided they wanted to invest in their football program this way gives me a lot of excitement that it does not start stop here. It could go into the assistant coach pool where now they can maybe keep assistant coaches. It may even go into NIL when it comes to recruiting for players. So this is where my excitement comes is that they understand the economic engine starts with the pigskin. So that's why I'm excited about this. And to further your point on this, Kyle, something that was mentioned in a um – Call it a, 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 a softball Q&A um, with the voice of the Badgers, who I love, Matt LePay, and uh, Chris McIntosh, and Luke Fickle. I mean, it wasn't a full-on press conference. They, they, didn't, they didn't feed them to the Wolves. But I think this is a good sign that Matt LePay, my guess, had approval to ask the question about the McLean Center, which for those who don't know what the McLean Center is, is a beat-down indoor practice facility for the Wisconsin Badgers. And to me, if you're investing $50 million in the coach and you're talking about the McLean Center and you're talking you're talking about like right these investments that are made in the program, like you said Kyle, that excites me. 800-990-3776. I mean, this is no surprise. Um Derek Engler he was on the huddle yesterday on 100.5 ESPN Madison from 6 to 8. He was talking crap about me. He doesn't show up for the show. He doesn't call in. Tarek Sala, all-time leading sack leader, a guy who played on the defensive line that I love insight from on a guy like Luke Fickle. He doesn't call us in. But you know what we got? We got Gary Ellerson coming up next and scheduled to appear at 135. Joe Thomas. Yes, NFL Hall of Famer, 
Joe Thomas. Scheduled to join us at 1.35. We'll hear from Gary Ellerson, former Packer, former Badger. You can also hear him on Green Bay Game Day pregame show before every Packers home and away game, three hours before the game on 620 WTMJ, 94.5 ESPN, and 100.5 ESPN Madison. We hear from Gary next and get his take. And look, I'm having some fun with Gary because I think he's going to be excited. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. Let's get the latest from Lambo. This is your green and interact with us every single day just by scrolling through your feed. Follow along on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at ESPN Milwaukee. You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, you uh, walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Special edition ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Now I want Luke Fickle to walk it like he talks it because he's doing the talk. I don't know. Is that what you're going for? He's got me roped in, Kyle. He's got me roped in. Team Lick Fickle over here, baby. Did you say Lick Fickle to mess with me? Team Lick Fickle. That's what he is. All right, Lick Lick Fickle, baby. All right, here we go. I'm licking everything after they win on Saturday next year. Just walk the walk now, Luke. Walk the walk. Excited to be joined now on this Wisconsin College Game Day by former Packer, former Badger. You can hear him on Green Bay Game Day pregame show across these very stations, as well as 620 WTMJ. We got Gary Ellerson. Gary, what's going on? Uh, Not much, uh, Ben Bruss. A nice, cloudy day, but a celebratory day and new head coach for our Wisconsin Badgers. You know, Gary, I feel like you're going to be where I am at this one, right? (laughs) You and I have talked a lot about what the plateau is for Wisconsin. Do you think the hire of Luke Fickle can help the Badgers get past the plateau of Rose Bowls? Here's what I'm hearing that I've never heard before at Wisconsin. Obviously, you know, 1981, I'm aging myself, was the first year I got on that campus. You didn't have I to I never that, heard. Huh? Yeah, but I feel good. I feel young, man. And being around you, you just energized me. Good, good. But for the first, for the first time ever, Ben, I heard championship. Not Big Ten championship. I heard national championship yesterday out of the mouth of a lot of people. And I don't know if I've ever really heard that. The Big Ten is so old because it's always been about Bo Beckler and Woody Hayes. And they've always talked about winning the Big Ten. They never talked about winning national championships back in the 80s because if you won the Big Ten, that means that you are automatically going to be in the national championship. And those days are over. It has changed, and, and I don't know about you, but, but for the first time, I think I heard that word on two or three occasions. I don't think I've ever heard that before 
coming out of Wisconsin. Gary, I'll do you one better. Kyle, let's hear it right from the source. For me, I'll be honest with you. I'll tell you this, and you'll probably hear it for every year at the beginning of the year. We got one objective and one goal, and it's to play for a championship. Mm. And I said that when I obviously when I started at Cincinnati, and that is open-ended, but it gives you a lot of flexibility of things you do. You have an opportunity in this league. If you're playing for a championship, amazing things can happen. And I think you just got to stay focused and know that uh, that's what it's come down to. How does that make you Here feel? You're awesome, Ben. Goosebumps. Yes. I'm kingly all inside right now. <laughs> Never heard that. Never heard that ever from was not really not really from Barry. Maybe I'm remiss, but I've never heard that from that program. I think the ever. biggest thing that bothered it. me, Gary, was I think of, of recent times, right, as as the divisions got split, there became a complacency of like Big Ten West. And that like that isn't anything. Winning the Big Ten West yep. isn't winning the Big Ten. Winning the Big Ten puts you in a position to actually go to the college football playoff. Winning the Big Ten West has felt like a pipe dream um, ever since yeah. 2019. Yes, it, it, it has been. Uh, but we've owned the Big Ten West. It doesn't mean anything. But over the last 20 years. Of course. It, 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 had, it goes through Wisconsin. Iowa goes through Wisconsin. Minnesota. I mean, if you look at Minnesota's program and you look at their head coach, I mean, the first thing that he said when he got to Minnesota is that he knows that it goes through Wisconsin and he want to knock Wisconsin off of that pedestal. And that's what he's kind of been able to do. And so we're talking here with Gary Ellerson, former Packer, former Badger, uh, just love his, just like your overall vibe right now, because this is something, again, we've talked a lot about, like wh- where did the Badgers plateau? And so in order to not plateau, there's going to be next steps for Luke Fickle to get his entire coaching staff in line. And this is what I've been asking a lot of our guests, because it is our poll question. If you, and I'm asking Gary, if you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to stay if offered the defensive coordinating position? There's a lot, I think, that goes into that. If I'm talking to Luke Fickle, is can I run my defense? Do I have full control of how I want to do my defense? And I, don't, and I haven't heard who they're bringing over yet, but Mike Trussell, who was his de- defensive coordinator over at Cincinnati, I believe they run a 3-3-5. 3-3-5, correct. Uh, Jimmy Leonard, yeah, Jimmy Leonard runs a 3-4. Am I going to be forced to run what you ran at Cincinnati if Mike Trussell comes along? And if Mike Trussell does come, is he my assistant, not equal to? Uh, So you can get caught up in a bad situation if you don't have full control of running your defense. Now, uh, Luke Fickle is a defensive guy uh, at heart. He's not an offensive. He's not an offensive guy. Now I'm sure he probably could do it, but he's not. So I, I think for me, I think if if I'm Jimmy Leonard, I need to look at the system. If if I can continue to run my system without you over my head telling me what to do, Gary, I need to know that. First off. Yeah, and I want to play one more thing from yesterday's press conference because this stood out to me because 
I almost was like, is this is this almost like a nudge? Is this is this something he's trying to get out there to Jim Leonard in this press conference? Because he talked a lot about scheme and how that can change. So here's uh, Luke Fickle yesterday in the introductory press conference. I haven't envisioned a whole lot of those things just yet. If you if you really study us for what we have done, we've adapted and adjusted to whatever we need to do. And I think that that's what I've learned um, as much as anything um, over my time is, is the ability to adapt and adjust, not just to your guys, but also to what you need to do to be successful. And at least I've had the good fortunes of being in the Big Ten for a long time. So, so I do have an idea of, of you know the things that you need to be able to do. Does that make you feel any better about potentially him being open to Jim? Well, you got to know the history because at Michigan State, uh, Mike Trussell was there, I believe, with D'Antoni, and they ran a 4-4 from a defensive standpoint. So they've done a lot as far as adjusting uh, to the talent. Now, there's a thing that's called recruiting within your system, how you want to run it. And the Badgers have been able to do that from a defensive standpoint. It feels like they've been able to plug and play uh, defensive guys uh, within that 3-4 system. You look at uh, Jack Sanborn right now with the Chicago Bears. Tackling machine. He's playing, tail, he's playing his tail off. And wasn't very highly rated when he came out of Wisconsin to, in the draft. And they've just been able to plug and play. And reason why they've been able to do that, because they've been able to recruit towards the 3-4. Will they continue to recruit? Because you can do that. And if, and if you run a spread offense, you have to recruit towards a spread offense. You need to bring those players in there. Your running back needs to be able to catch the football um, out of the spread if you're doing it. He just can't just be a runner. So there's a lot of things, I think, offensively, defensively, that they're going to have to go over on how this looks moving forward if you're Jimmy Leonard from a recruiting standpoint. Gary, what do you make of $50 million being paid over eight years to Luke Fickle? Love it. Put your money where your mouth is. Listen, for me, Ben, I think it's been a long time coming in that if you look at the program, we've been scraping by. We, we, I mean, you look, Brett Bielema said he left because he didn't have enough to pay his assistant coaches. Now he got a huge payday at Arkansas. If you look at Gary Anderson, now the situation there was, and I hope it doesn't have to look fickle, but I feel like the situation with Gary Anderson is that he wanted to bring in more JUCO players to supplement what was happening. And, Wisconsin administration, they weren't having it. And he was successful, but left because he couldn't do it the way he wanted to do it. For the first time, I feel like since Barry Alvarez, looks like they may move the line from an academic standpoint. If you look at Barry Alvarez's teams, it it felt like to me with Don Shalala, Pat Richter, Richter, they moved the line and they got players in here that can help them win. Now, when I say move the line, I'm talking about academically taking chances on some kids that they normally wouldn't take chances on. And so now you're talking about can I now start getting 
I hate saying this because I hope it doesn't sound bad, but that puts you in a room with a lot of other kids that you normally wouldn't go after or wouldn't get. Gary, any last words before we let you go about this hire of Luke Fickle? I love the hire. I think Chris McIntosh did an outstanding job. They kept it hush-hush. They brought him in. I mean, who would ever think that we could get a, a head coach really of this caliber? USC wanted him. Notre Dame wanted him. Michigan State wanted him. Oklahoma wanted him. You're talking about those are blue blood programs, and we got this guy. I don't know how it's going to work out, but Chris, he got it done. I think you've got to give him a lot of credit for going outside his family and not staying with the status quo. Yeah, and one thing I will say that I've been seeing a lot of is like, well, what if what if he's just like his his next step is Ohio State. Do you know how good that would be for a Wisconsin Badger program to have a head coach that Ohio State wants? Like that is that is a good well, sign. Well, I, yeah, and, and that's a, that, that's a good question, I admit. But I think, and I don't know longevity. Maybe there's Ohio State, but you know what? At heart, Barry Alvarez was a Nebraska guy. At heart, that's where he came from. He never went back to Nebraska. Brett Bielema, at heart, was an Iowa. Iowa guy. He never went back to Iowa. Never say never, but this, he said, Luke Fickle, this was his destination job. I'm going to hold him at his word that this is his destination job. Gary, I love it. Thank you for the time. We'll be listening to you on uh, pre-game on Green Bay game day pre-game this Sunday, nine to noon at Players in Madison. Have fun, my my friend. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, buddy. Have All fun. right, that's Gary Ellerson, former Packer, former Badger, on Twitter at ESPN Milwaukee. We do have the poll. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to stay at Wisconsin as the defensive coordinator? Fifty-four percent of the people say yes. Forty-five percent of the people say no. It's a lot of pride to swallow. I don't know if I'd be able to do it, Kyle. Yeah, no, it's tough. I think a lot of those people are Badger stands like myself who just are willing and wishing that this would be true, that he would stay. I'm with you. Coming up next, Joe Thomas, NFL Hall of Famer, just all-around great guy. You can see him on the NFL Network. He joins us next on ESPN Wisconsin's Badger Special Edition College Game Day. More Badgers talk coming up on ESPN Wisconsin. It's time for the Marquette Minute on 94.5 ESPN. Brought to you by Marquette Athletics. Get in the action with a four-game mini plan. Visit GoMarquette.com backslash tickets for more information and purchase today. Marquette gets their third win in four games behind 18 points from Omax Prosper. No look inside. Omax Prosper has a wide open dunk. You can't find something even easier than that in the pregame warm-up. A win is nice, of course, and looking forward, though, head coach Shaka Smart says he is happy with the start, but hopes for some better consistency. They understand understand mentally what goes into winning and what goes into the standard that we want now it's a whole other thing to consistently go do it it's marquette taking on top 10 ranked baylor on tuesday night that game tips off at 7 30 this has been the marquette minute on 94.5 espn brought to you by marquette athletics discounted four game mini plans and group tickets are on sale now so get in on the action and visit gomarquette.com backslash tickets for more information and purchase today
on demand app. Five shows, full podcasts, and special content. The WTMJ app. News, weather, traffic, and business headlines. What else do you need besides a job, beer, and a really good pitching wedge? Exactly. Download the WTMJ and Wisconsin On Demand apps now. This is a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. The special edition of ESP Wisconsin College Game Day rolls on. Ben Brust here alongside Kyle Wallace. 800-990-3776 is where you can get your thoughts and opinions in. We are really excited to be joined now by former Badger great, former NFL great, the pride of Brookfield Central that took out my man Kyle Wallace's school his senior year of high school. Joe Thomas, what's going on, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me on. Hey, thanks for taking some time. And, uh, you know, I'll just start here. What were your initial reactions to Luke Fickle getting the job? Because I know you're close with Jimmy, so it must have been interesting. Well, I think I was shocked at first, probably like most Badger fans, because uh, the administration did a really good job kind of keeping the search under wraps, which on one hand, from a player's perspective, from a fan's perspective, you wish there was more openness um, because you do get blindsided, right? When everyone expects that Jimmy's going to get the job and all of a sudden at the last minute, it feels like the rug gets pulled out from under him. Um, but you also understand that during the course of a season, you don't want the distraction of a job search going on. And unfortunately, in the world of college athletics, the best college football or basketball coach searches happen almost in secrecy until it, it actually happens. Um, it's a lot different than hiring an NFL coach when you got an owner who's basically deciding whoever he wants. And it really doesn't matter if the interviews are out there and a lot of times the season's sort of over and so the distraction's kind of minimal, um, whereas in college sports, there's a lot of people that have their hand in the decision-making, especially at a public university. There's a lot of uh, different emotions at play with the players who were recruited by a certain person, um, and you know certainly they want one thing or the other. And I think it's good in general to just kind of keep that out of players' mind until after the season is over. But certainly I was with Everybody else, I, you know, I thought Jimmy was going to get the job, especially when the reports were coming out towards the end that it seemed like it was probably his job, and he'd obviously done a fantastic job in the role that he had as the interim coach, and he was the coach in waiting for a long time. So certainly shocked. Didn't really know a whole lot about Luke Fickle. Um, he was obviously a guy I remember when he was the interim coach in Ohio State and then took over as the defensive coordinator when – Urban Meyer got the job, and so as soon as I found out he got the job, I started texting all my Ohio buddies, guys that had either worked with him or played um, similar time at Ohio State and just kind of wanted to get their perspective, right? Because you always – everybody loves Jimmy. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's the challenge for UW right now is you had this guy who's loyal, who's a Badger his entire life. He embodies everything it means and that we value as Badger fans. And he doesn't get the job. And so there's that disappointment. There's that hurt. There's that pulling at your heartstrings. But 
you know, the reality of the situation is Luke Fickle's the head coach. And so let's find out about him. Let's see what he stands for. And as you know, you start to dig, you hear all these people that know him from Ohio that are giving me great reviews about him as a football coach, as a person, as a human being, um, guys that talk about what he is from a value standpoint and how it perfectly matches up with what Wisconsin values as far as toughness and uh, the accountability, the mentality of developing young players. Um, I actually, I, I love Badger football, but I follow the NFL a lot more. And so I didn't even realize that he was the national coach of the year last year and all the great things he'd done at Cincinnati. So, you know, as I started to peel back the onion, I started getting pretty excited. You know, that doesn't heal the hurt in my heart that Jimmy doesn't get the job, but, you know, looking forward as a Badger fan and seeing Luke Fickle taking over, it does make you excited about what the future brings and the high bar of expectations that Luke Fickle will bring when he walks through that door. Talking with Badger and NFL great Joe Thomas here on a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin. And, you know, you brought up how some of these coaching searches happen in secrecy. And earlier in the show, it got like, it got me thinking, do you think it's possible? I know this is speculative. Do you think it's possible that when Paul Christ was fired, like conversations could have started that early? Uh, I mean, potentially, certainly Chris McIntosh's job description is, Hey, you need to find a head football coach. And so the moment that that job is now open, even though Jimmy was the interim, it's up to him to do his due diligence and scour all of America to try to find out who's the best replacement. And if Jimmy's the guy, it only makes sense to make sure you turn over every rock to find out and reveal the fact that Jimmy was the best candidate, right? But if there was somebody else out there that you felt fit this program better and had an opportunity to lead the Wisconsin Badger football team for a long time and hopefully to many championships, I would assume that it would have happened right away. Now, I don't know if they actually talked with Luke Fickle. This is not any inside information. Um, you know, I was at the event last night, got a chance to meet Coach Fickle and talk with Mac a little bit, but it's not like they were reviewing the game film from uh, how, how the coaching search happened. Yes, um, probably true. <laughs> how was his handshake? Because I, yeah, I, oh, I, I picture firm. Firm. It almost made my metatarsals crumble. So I'm, <laughs> I'm thankful that hopefully we can go with a fist bump from now on. I mean, the dude was like a three-time heavyweight state wrestling champ that was one thing that uh one of my buddies that uh covers ohio state said he was like he he's a lot like mike vrabel but he's not as crazy and i'm like okay that's probably a good thing because knowing vrabel <laughs> he's an excellent coach but sometimes he's just a little too crazy so I, w- I was happy to hear that but he goes yeah i think fickle would still probably win in a fight so i'm like okay i like it i like my head coaches being kind of a little bit of a tough guy with a chip on their shoulder a little chip of crazy in there there's nothing wrong with that uh, Joe, what do you make of the Badgers spending $50 million on the coach? you got to spend money to be competitive in today's college sports landscape, especially when you're talking basketball and football. Uh, they got the money, right? Like, especially with UCLA and USC joining the conference and all the additional TV money. I mean, you got to be able to spend that money to be competitive. And I, I assume that, Luke Fickle probably could have got a little bit more if he would have um, opened up the search to the highest bidder because that's just where college coaching salaries are going. And it's just a reflection of now that they have NIL, I think it's a great thing for the players, but they're still not paying the players. So if you look at the revenue streams that they're getting, there's still more than enough money to pay coaches 
almost whatever you want, especially in the high revenue conferences like the Big Ten, like the SEC. I mean, look at the NFL. And we're paying our players $200 million a year in salary cap, and they still have money to pay coaches $20 million a year. Now, their revenues are a little bit higher, mm-hmm. but it's pretty similar. And so I think that the coaching salary of anything, when I heard that, I was like, ooh. You know, if this guy brings a national championship, even in the conversation to Wisconsin like it is for Michigan and Ohio State every year, and he makes us competitive with those guys, he's worth every cent, and that's a bargain. Joe, I think the biggest thing that I'm most excited about is, you know, when we think about Jimmy Leonard and I think about Joe Thomas and I think about all the former Badger greats that I got to see, you know, when I was in school, we won three straight Big Ten championships in football, went to three straight Rose Bowls, right? There's, there's been so much success that I think Badger fans, when change happens, they're scared because there hasn't been a lot of change. But if I could probably pick one head coach that could merge within the Badger culture but also not veer away from it because he's in his press conference stated that that it all starts up front and you're a guy who was up front for a long time in his career. I don't know if there's a more perfect fit for going outside the program. Yeah, and I think when you listen to that press conference last night, you really got a little peek behind the curtain as to why Chris McIntosh really fell hard for Luke Fickle because they see the game the same way. They see how developing a program the same way is beneficial, especially in the Big Ten, especially at Wisconsin, right, where our legacy forever has been develop great, hard, tough, blue-collar line play on both sides of the football and then try to get some of those same mindset guys on the outside and hopefully be able to now maybe be a little bit more competitive recruiting some of those skill guys nationally because Luke Fickle's been able to do that throughout his career at Ohio State and then uh, at Cincinnati. So I, I think – what he stands for as far as how to build a program, it reflects the historical nature of how Wisconsin rose to success with Barry Alvarez through the 90s with great offensive line play, with big, tough dudes, because that's what we do best. That's what we can recruit the best, and I think that's what Luke Fickle believes in. I love it. Any last words, Joe, before I let you go? I know you, I knew you hunted this morning. What else you got in the agenda? Yeah, well uh, – it was fortunate for all of us because I love being on your show, guys, but the weather outside is frightful right now. And so what was supposed to be an all-day hunt turned into only about six hours because I couldn't stand sitting out in the cold and the rain. But uh, this, was, this was a great second option. So I appreciate you guys' willingness to let me come on and uh, flap the gums a little bit. Joe, you're the best. I uh, look forward to seeing you on TV and uh, wherever I see you next. All right, appreciate it, guys. Have a great day. That's Joe Thomas, former Badger, former NFL great, giving some insight on Luke Fickle and the hiring of the new Wisconsin Badger head coach. And I think Joe tweeted a lot. He mentioned it with us. He spent a lot of time in the state of Ohio as a longtime Cleveland Brown. And when I say longtime Cleveland Brown, he would probably say maybe too long because they didn't win enough there. But that being said, a lot of connections to people within uh, the Ohio State program and people who know Luke, Luke Fickle. So for someone who's as close as he is with Jim Leonard and to also have excitement about the program, that's exactly why we're doing the show and exactly why I'm excited. We wrap up our special edition of ESP Wisconsin College Game Day. I'm Ben Bruss with Kyle Wallace. We do that next with you. The Badgers conversation continues next on ESPN Wisconsin. 
At Progressive, you can get 24-7 protection, even if you break the space-time continuum. Wait, every time you wake up is the same day? That's terrible. Yeah, don't worry. I call Progressive. Their 24-7 protection still works, even if my day does last forever. Yeah, but don't you want it to end? Are you kidding? I win the lottery whenever I want and never regret anything. It's the best. Yeah, that's a good point. Progressive offers more than a great price when you bundle home and auto. We offer round-the-clock protection, which literally means anytime. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. or military veteran by visiting OperationFanMail.com. Proudly sponsored by WPS Health Solutions. Visit OperationFanMail.com. You're listening to a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on ESPN Wisconsin. Here's Ben Brust. I think a lot of soul searching. Um, when I left Jim the other night, I just said, hey, I think you got... You know, you got a lot of you, you got a lot of things to think about. You gotta you gotta really kind of, you know, in, in your mind, f- figure out where you want to be in five years and where you want to be in ten years. And if you can figure out and say where you want to be in five years and where you want to be in ten years, it's going to help you a lot better to to figure out where you want to be next year. And that's not easy. Um, there's a lot of things that we all have to be able to get over and get through. Um, we didn't dive into it as much. I, you know, if, if he does pick my brain on some of those things, obviously I, I would get deeper. Um, but I know that it's not an easy situation. And uh, it takes a, you know, a special person in some ways to get over a lot of those things. I had a hard time with it. And, uh, you know, but I do believe it was the right thing for me and the way that I did it and went about it. And it helped me be who I am. Um, but my way is not always the, the right way. It's not the way for everybody else. Um, but I think that's where it really comes down to what's in your heart, what's in your mind. and That Luke Fickle in his introductory press conference talking about his conversation with Jim Leonard. It sounds like they're going to talk on Wednesday, tomorrow, just have more conversation about where Jim's head at. And I think what Luke Fickle said there is really important, right? Jim Leonard has been through a lot this year. He went from the defensive coordinator to the interim head coach to a lot of reports that would have led you to believe that he was going to be the next head coach to Luke Fickle being hired. And I know that Luke Fickle was 1-6-6 six six as an interim head coach and stuck with Ohio State after that to become their defensive coordinator. But it just feels a little bit different to me right now. And I think the biggest thing that I heard today was when Brad Nortman, former punter and NFL punter, former Wisconsin Badger, joined us. He talked about how it could potentially divide the locker room if Jim Leonard is brought as the defensive coordinator. Because then you have guys that stay for Jim Leonard. And out of personal experience, I'm going to change from the football to the basketball landscape. I committed initially to play basketball at the University of Iowa to play for Todd Licklider. And when Todd Licklider got fired... Fran McCaffrey, who is now still the head coach at Iowa, recruited me, offered me a scholarship. We went through that process, right? But it was always if if I committed to Fran McCaffrey, I was then a Fran McCaffrey guy, right? And the loyalties don't lie with the guys that were once those t- recruits. And so it can create a weird dynamic. So I wanted to start fresh, and I ended up, ended up going to Wisconsin, which ended up obviously great. I'm very happy about that. 
But the overall point being is I think that is an interesting point that I heard from Brad that resonated with me. Of It almost feels like when you're going away from the Barry Alvarez way of, of you know status quo and Paul Christ and Jim Leonard, if you're going to go with somebody who is wanted by a lot of schools and is going to be the head coach of the University of Wisconsin after going to the college football playoff at Cincinnati, you almost got, you know, we always say let Jimmy cook. I think it might time to let Luke cook. And I think it's Luke's show from this point forward. 800-990-3776. That's where you can get in your thoughts. Also on Twitter, at Scalzone Brust. If you were Jim Leonard, would you be able to stay at Wisconsin as the defensive coordinator? 54% of the people say yes. 46% of the people say no. The competitor in me says no. But we had Mark Tauscher, Packers Hall of Famer, former Badger, say he likes Madison, right? Those are some key components of why he didn't take the Green Bay Packers defensive coordinator job. He was happy with his role as defensive coordinator. Has that changed now that he got a taste of interim head coach? These are all things he's pondering right now. I look forward to seeing what happens next with this Luke Fickle era. Quick question. So with this, we see the poll. We see that 54% of the people say yes, but 45% say no. Most of the people that called in said no, all our guests today. So what does that say about Luke Fickle, who said yes to Urban Meyer when he was denied his real dream job of becoming the coach at Ohio State? What does that say about Luke Fickle as a guy? Stand-up guy. Is that is he not? I mean, he's oper- he's, he's better than you are and better than the rest of the people who call him. I mean, he's yeah. offering the same opportunity that he had. And again, like that's where Jim's got to Jim's got to weigh the options because this could be someone where he could learn from, who he can lean on, who literally went through the exact same thing. So that's what he's pondering right now, and I look forward to what comes out of that conversation tomorrow between Jim Leonard and Luke Fickle cuz look, if there's a way to make it work, it seems like Luke Fickle would be the head coach to do it because he lived through it. Anyone else? I don't know, right? Like if if it was anyone else that was the head coach that like you'd want to keep him, but Luke Fickle literally lived through this. He he was that guy. He was Jim Leonard. So what better person to learn from than somebody who's been through something that you're about to go through? Is there? Oh, maybe Urban Meyer, I guess. Maybe potentially. I mean, ah, uh, whoa, I like whoa! I take him as a coach now. He's championship pedigree. Yeah, we're just hoping here now with Luke. Yeah, I see. I, I don't think there's hope. I think, I think, I think there's more than hope, right? When you when you saw a guy do it, not at a Power Five school, get to the college football playoff, something that the Badgers couldn't do. That's something that excites me. And that's my overall. That's how I'm leaving right now. Excitement. He wants to li- win in the trenches. He wants to win as a Badger, and he chose this place. Go USA! Up one nothing, halftime. This has been a special edition of ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Homer and Tony up next on ESPN Milwaukee. Relish and Hamilton on ESPN Madison. ESPN Wisconsin's Mark Tauscher here to tell you about Kohler Services from